Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. I love sharing Torah classes, and thank you for listening to this episode. Feel free to follow and to share with others so they too can enjoy the Torah classes on this podcast. Now, on to the episode. Okay, Bezat Hashem, we're starting a new Mishnah, Hamad Aleph, the second Mishnah in this Masechet. Very exciting. Baruch Shechiyanu Vikiyimanu Vigiyanu Lazmanazeh. Bezat Hashem, just like we finished the first Mishnah, we should finish the second Mishnah and the entire Masechet. Let's get started here. Now, we already learned this Mishnah, actually, at least part of it, because we quoted a contradiction between the first Mishnah of Yudah and the second Mishnah of Yudah. But we really didn't learn the Mishnah in its entirety. This Mishnah is going to tell us what is the end time for She'elah. Until when do we say She'elah? She'elah, remember, Hazkara is Mashiva Ruach. She'elah is when we ask for rain. Right? In the Bracha of Parnassah, we have a special way of asking. For Ashkenazim, it means saying, For Sfaradim, the entire Bracha takes a different format. Instead of Barachenu, it's Barachalenu, I believe. Or it's the other way around, I'm not sure. It's not sure which way it goes. Instead of Barachenu, it's Barachalenu. So, when you want to ask, when you want to ask, Barachalenu. So, either way, you're asking for rain. That's the point. So, when do we end asking for rain? That's what this Mishnah tells us. Now, we already learned, Ula told us, this is actually a different opinion of Rabbi Uda. There's two versions of Rabbi Uda. The first version was, we end Mashiva Ruach, Askaran, Sheila, both on the first day of Pesach. This version holds Rabbi Uda, holds, both go until the end of Pesach. When do we start what? So in the first Mishnah, we said we start Sheila Samuch Lik Shamim. We did mention that a little brief sentence in the middle. That was the. So we did we briefly mentioned that we're going to discuss it later actually, but that's the simple pshat. So now, this Mishnah tells us when is the end point for Sheila come. That's how you can put it here. Put it here. So, and put this here. So the, sh- the question here we're going to discuss is, what is the end time of Sheila, which we already really explained. We already explained would really be based on a machlok at Rabbi Uda and Rabbi Uda. According to the first version, both of them end on, Rosh Chod, on uh, Ale, the first day of Pesach. According to the second version, both of them end, as Rabbi Uda is going to say here, at the end of Pesach. Oh, Shakoya! You see, he, bring, he brings pizza and you bring mangoes. <laughs> uh, competition, man. The next one, what's the next one going to bring? <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Popper. I'm gonna take, I'll take some home, actually. That's good, it's good. They're really good. That's really good, yeah. Mangoes are great. So until when... Organically grown. Organically grown. Amazing. Until when? This is a new Mishnah. Mishnah. It's a different Mishnah. It's broken up to a different Mishnah. Until when do we ask for rain? Meaning, when do we stop Sheila? Rabbi Yudah says, 
until Pesach passes. Now, if you remember, we had three ways, uh, four ways, sorry, of explaining this. Uh, excuse me, sorry. Three ways of explaining it. According to the first opinion, Rav Chizda, if I remember correctly, Rav Chizda and Ula, it means till the first day of, till the end of Pesach. Till the end of Pesach, Sheila goes till the end of Pesach. Just Rav Chizda said it means Sheila goes beyond Haskara. Rav Chizda learned it's one Shita, Haskara ends the first day, Sheila ends the last day. Now Ula said that, that Shita is difficult because can't be Sheila goes beyond Haskara. Ula said, though, the Mishnah does seem to say Sheila goes till the end of Pesach, and therefore Rabbi Yudah will also hold Haskara goes till the end of Pesach. But we don't follow that Shita. We follow Rabbi Yudah of the first Mishnah, which says Haskara and Sheila both go till the first day of Pesach. The other two Shitot we said, Ajiyah for a Pesach were, which we, we refuted these Shitot, but the other two Shitot we said was until the time of slaughtering the Korban Pesach, Remember, that was, which would be Erev Pesach. And the other one was, until the time of the Shliach Tzibor, on the first day of Pesach, leaving. So the, those two are trying to sort of fit into the words. The symbol of Pshad in the Mishnah is, until the end of Pesach means until the end of Pesach. That's the simple Pshad. Yeah. It means Shacharit. That's what it would mean. What's that? No, then it comes out that they're not arguing. It's the same thing, exactly. Now that we don't, we didn't, we, we refuted that opinion ultimately, but uh, ultimately we came out with Pshat in the Mishnah, according to Ula, which we said is the accepted opinion, which means there's two authors in who, what Rabbi Yudha held. This Mishnah holds that you say till the end of Pesach. So, Pesach is Kipshuto, till the end of Pesach, period. Continues the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Nisan. No, you say Sheila until Nisan passes. So what does it mean? It means you'll say Sheila till the end of Nisan. Now this is a chidush because we all know we don't pass in this way for sure. And Nisan is the harvest time. So to say you're saying Sheila till the end of Nisan, it's a chidush. That's what Rabbi Meir's opinion is. Now Rabbi Meir says... Harvest, harvest. Harvest, we said it's Aviv, okay, shake. blossom, you're right. There are certain things we would harvest also in Nisan, actually. Oh, yeah? That's why I brought the Omer. There were, so there were certain things, you're right. The early harvest, I guess, begins then. You're right, Nisan. No, Asif is not harvest. Asif is when you gather it into your houses. They used to harvest, which is cutting it off the ground. I don't, yeah, right, 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 exactly. And then they would leave it out in, in the field till it would dry out, and then they would... Chag Asif, gather it in. That's something else. But the the cutting down started in Nisan Iyar. This was the time of cutting down. You're right. It did extend a little bit because really Sukkot is called Chag Katsir, right? Sukkot is Chag Katsir. Am I making that up? Somebody back me up here? Or refute me? But what is it also called in the Torah? Chag Bikurim. Is it called Chag? Is it Katsir? So what's Chag Katsir? Pesach is Chag Aviv. Sukkot is Chag Asif. I believe Shavuot is Chag Katsir. Anyways, the point is this time of the year is the harvest. It begins Nisan. That's why we do the Omer. The Omer is Nisan, right? So Rabbi Meir says, Nisan, until Nisan leaves. Meaning, you say Sheila till the end of Nisan, beyond the opinion of Rabbi Yudash and Amar, as the Pasuk tells us in Sefer Yoel. Now Yoel, Rashi learns Yoel, Yoel, his name was Yoel ben Petuel. Rashi learns Petuel, his father, is actually another name for Shmuel. Yoel ben Petuel, he was the son of Shmuel and Avi. Oh, yeah? 
We just had in the Haftarah last week, actually. Shmuel Anavi. Right, the whole story where he want, they wanted Shaul to be the king, and he says, you're basically kicking me, or you're pushing me away. But why was he called Pituel? Shepita Kel Bitvilato. He seduced Hashem with his prayer. Seduced means he... Uh, entreated him. He caused him to calm down so he wouldn't be upset at the Jews. He, he dove into Hashem in a very uh, fitting, effective way, appeasing Hashem, exactly. So Yoel ben Pituel means Yoel was the son of Shmuel. And in his days, we're going to learn in the Gemara, there was a special story where there was a seven-year famine. There was a seven-year food, food shortage, no food. And that year, the entire year passed, the end of that famine, and Nisan rolled in, and even by Nisan they hadn't had rain. And the Pasuk tells us, Vayored lachem geshem, and he brought down, he will bring down for you rain, more umalkosh barishon. We're going to learn later in this Masechta, we'll discuss this at length. More or yore, it's the same word really, is a language of the early rain, which usually fell around Cheshvan. Right. And the late rain was called Malkosh. And that usually fell around Nisan. We're going to learn more about this later. So the Pasuk tells us, Vayored lachem geshem, he brought down for you rain, more umalkosh, the early rains and the late rains, barishon. Maybe it's more umalkosh barishon. One second, barishon means what? In the first month. What's the first month in the Jewish calendar? We learned in the Rishon Hulachem, the Chodesh Hashanah, in Rosh Hashanah, we learned it's Nisan. So therefore, you see clearly, says Rabbi Meir, more umalkosh, that year actually they both fell in Nisan. So he says, you see, Nisan, the entire Nisan, is the time for rain. Therefore, says Rabbi Meir, it's appropriate to do Sheila till the end of Nisan. Yeah. Well, what, 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 what? What's that? So, maybe it's a little different then. What did you want to say? Or maybe the Malkosh is the end of it, so he relied on the Rishon. Either way, the, okay, either way, we want rain in that. It's, I don't think that's how but to read the Pasuk. Review, you can take it for a I, I hear what you're saying, but, but that's, that's not what it means. We're going to see in the Gemara. The Gemara is going to interpret the early rains and the late rains. It all fell in Nisan. We're going to see in the Gemara. The question the Achronim asked, which Dr. Pomper is touching, but what? Why does it have to be until the end of oh, the Oh, okay. So that's... We're going to go in the Gemara and see what happened that year exactly. Usually in Nisan. Okay, so one could argue, and this Rabbi Yehuda, by the way, what does Rabbi Yehuda hold? Your do Sheila till the end of Pesach. When does Pesach end? What's that? No, it starts the 15th. So when does it end? 23rd. So 22nd, 23rd. But the point is that accord, it's, it's a very... About a week difference between the two opinions. There's a week. Because Pesach is, is also in Nisan. It ends the 23rd of, of Nisan. But Meir says till the end of Nisan. But what the Meforshim here speak out, the Givurot Ari mentions this. I just heard Rabbi Ari Leibowitz mentioning this question. He says is that we're going to see in the Gemara that year there was no rain the entire year. Not in Cheshvan, Kislev, Tevei, Shvat, Adar, Nisan. Until Nisan rolls around, and then they have the early rain, the late rain, all in a short span. But as we're about to see, it occurred only till the 5th of the month it was raining. Meaning the rain only fell till the 5th of Nisan. So the Gvorot Ari says, what's your proof? You're telling me that it's the time of the rainy season, the entire Nisan, Rabbi Meir, because the Pasuk says Barishon, but that year that you're referring to in the Pasuk in Yoel, it didn't fall the entire Nisan. It only fell until the beginning of the month. So he answers, essentially, he says, if it was really 
emphasizing that it's only for the beginning, it wouldn't just say Barishon in an ambiguous way, in an unclear way. But it says Barishon. Barishon means the entirety of the month. So therefore, the Gvorotari, I believe this is the answer he gives, he says, by saying Barishon in an unclear sort of way, it means the entire month of Nisan is fitting for rain. So therefore, Sheila has done the entire Nisan. Chidush. That's a chidush. But that's how Rabbi Meir derives from the Pasuk, Barishon, the entire Nisan is appropriate for rain. So therefore we do Sheila the entire month. Now we're going to see in the Gemara, that's not what happened that year, but that could be an interpretation of the Pasuk. Yeah, let's see. Says the Gemara. So bottom line we see, Machloket, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda says you do Sheila till uh, the end of Pesach. Rabbi Meir says till the end of Nisan, he brings a pasuk that says there was a special year where there was a long famine, and then, sorry, and then uh, rain fell early, late rain all fell in the beginning of Nisan, and there was crops that year. Which we're going to see, but it says Barishon, so it means the entire month. Fine. Now we're going to have Rabbi Nachman, Rav Nachman and Rav Yitzchak. They're going to have a lot of conversations from here, turning to Amud Bet. We're going to have a lot of different conversations, but the first one is about this Mishnah. So that's why it's brought over here. There's a lot of different topics we're going to go through. Agarita, different Agarita sugya. Very interesting stuff. Yeah. If we already know what's the conclusion with Ula, why it's important to us to discuss about the whole situation when you stop Shela? Why not? What do you mean? Why not? Because we, we, we conclude that basically... It's true, so... Since there was a machloket about it, right? Okay, but at the end of the day, the, the Gemara stamped that we we following Kula's trying to uh, excuse whatever answer. So what's the point for me to repeat again when we stop Shela? We, if we know that we stop Shela in the yeah, first day of Pesach. Yeah, but that's only the opinion of the first Mishnah. This is the opinion of the second Mishnah. Ula says there's two opinions. We happen to follow the first opinion. But we have to also understand the second opinion, even if we don't pass in that way. But didn't we say that the Hilcheta is like, you know, already like the We said, we said. You're right. So no, well, well, that was the, be that was the beginning. Now. We know the Psaq Halacha, that's the Gemara, it tells us what we come out. But still, where you have a Mishnah and there's a Dat Yachid, there's another Tano who says something. We have to understand where he comes from. That's what we do all the time. Whenever you have a Machloket, the Yachid Verabim, we, do we not try to understand the Yachid? I ah, we don't pass in like the Yachid. No, we, we, have we do, sure. We go all the time, we go through. Remember we had in uh, Masech Rosh Hashanah. Well, I'll tell you a good example. Remember we had how many regalim uh, until you transgress Baal Ta'acher. Do you remember that whole sugya? Five shitot or whatever it was. Six shitot. We go through, why do we go through all of them? We have a psak. The answer is because the Dat Yachid also has value. Yeah. We go through all the shitot. Yeah. Meaning a dat yachir against the rabim also has value. We don't, we don't, uh, a tana is a tana. It's taken seriously. Says the Gemara, Rav Nachman, the Rabbi Yitzchak. What's that? We didn't, we didn't. No. All we concluded is that there's two, Ula said, there's two opinions of Rabbi Yudah. The first opinion of Rabbi Yudah is that we end Sheila and Askara, the beginning of Pesach, and this Mishnah holds the, the end of Pesach. But now we have to understand this shita. So what we're going to go through now is to understand this Mishnah. Reb Nachman asked Rabbi Yitzchak the following. What's the Pasuk telling us here in Yoel? The Pasuk is telling us, Alo. All right, all right, all right, all right. Old man, it's Gmilut Chasadim. 
Um, the problem here is I already said this really. When does when does the Yoreh, the early rain fall? Mar Cheshvan. So what's the pasuk saying? Yoreh fell in uh, Nisan. It's not true. No, based on the situation. Ah, oh, oh, so you know the answer already. But meaning the question the Gemara is going to say is, what's going on over here? We're saying Yoreh fell in Nisan. Yoreh is supposed to fall in Cheshvan. That's the normal rain cycle. We're going to learn later in the Masechta, by the way, if the rain doesn't fall by a certain point, we start fasting. That's why the Masechta is called Ta'amit, actually. We start fasting because it's not... So we have to know when the rains usually start, which is Cheshvan. Asks the Gemara, Amr Rav Nachman, Rav Yitzchak. Rav Nachman said to Rav Yitzchak, Yoreh Nisan. Is Yoreh in Nisan, like the Pasuk says? Yoreh b'mar cheshvan hu. Yoreh is supposed to fall seven months before. It's supposed to fall in mar cheshvan. Detanya, as the Brayta teaches us, it's, a, it's actually Detanya, change the girsa. Detanya, as the Brayta teaches us, it's going to be quoted later. Yoreh b'mar cheshvan. What's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the side. On the side. Misarat Hashas, yeah. Titania, as the Brayta teaches, Yoreh b'mar cheshvan. Yoreh, the early rains are supposed to fall in cheshvan. Umal kosh nisan. And the later rains fall in nisan. Right? Later in the Masechta, we'll understand why the early rains are called Yoreh. It's a word that refers to what that rain accomplishes. And Malkosh is the word that refers to what the later rains accomplish. But the bottom line is, you see clearly, Yorah falls in Cheshvan. So why does the Pasuk say Yorah f- fell in Nisan? It's supposed to fall in Cheshvan seven months before. So Amar Lei, so Rav Yitzchak said back to Rav Nachman, Hachi Amar Rav Yochanan. We're going to see this as a common theme. They bring proofs from Rav Yochanan because apparently these were students of Rav Yochanan. So this is what Rav Yochanan said. In the days of Yoel ben Petuel, who was the prophet, the son of Shmuel, according to Rashi, this pasuk was fulfilled. Meaning this was a special circumstance. This was not a normal situation. Normally rain falls in Cheshvan. This year there was a great famine, and after seven years there was no rain in the final year, till Nisan, and finally they had rain in Nisan. The Pasuk tells us there in Yoel, it says, Yet there are Gezem, what was left over from the Gezem. Um, I think it's a type of locust. Can you just check, double check that in the art scroll? I believe it's a type of locust. Yeah. What does it say? Locust? Locust, yeah. Yet there are Gezem, whatever was left over by the Gezem, which is a type of locust, Achala Arbe, the Gomer, the Arbe consumed, another type of locust. Means Hashem sent to the Jewish people terrible uh, locust plagues that was eating, locust is grasshoppers, that was eating all of the crops. So whatever the Gezem, which is one type of locust, left over, the Arbe, which is another type, it ate all of the crops. There was nothing to be eaten, there was nothing to be had. So what happened? The Gemara explains, Otashana, that year, that's the last year of the seven-year famine. Yatsa Adar, Adar left, meaning Adar, the, the year was almost over. The rainy season was almost fin- final. Even Adar left, which was the last month of the year. Velo Yardug Shamim, and no rain fell. Yardalahem Reviari Shona, the first rain, Reviya means rain, the first of the rains fell, Be'echad Benisan. On the first of Nisan, and this is very late in the rainy season, because really, in Nisan it's supposed to already be the Malkosh, and you only had the first rains falling in Al- on Aleph Nisan, Rosh Chodesh Nisan. So Amar Lehem, Navi Yisrael, the prophet said to the Jewish people at the time, the Navi, go out and plant, meaning you have a little bit of grains left, Go out and plant it. Now, what, is it, what are they going to say back to the Nafi? They're saying this is the first of Nisan, that's the rain. 
That's the first time it rained the entire season. The entire rainy season, there was no rain. And finally, on Aleph Nisan, there's a little bit of rain. There's a rainfall. So the Navi comes and tells the Jewish people, go and plant. So what are they going to say back to the Navi? Look, Habibi, the entire rainy season, there was no rain. You're telling me now to go plant? I'd rather just keep my grains to myself and make bread out of it rather than go plant and it's just going to become uh, worm food. It's going to be destroyed. That's what they said. Samrulo, they said to the Navi, kav If somebody has a kav, it's a measure of chitim, of wheat. Or kabayim seorin, or he has two kav of uh, barley. Yochlenu should he eat it and live? Or Yisraenu v'yamot, or should he plant it and die? You're telling us to plant it. What's the likelihood that it's going to rain enough for this to grow? We haven't had any proper grain and produce and this entire season for many years. So what should? Because it rained a little bit, we should go and waste the last of our our, our crops. We'd rather just use it. Yeah, grains. You can make bread out of it. Yeah, kernels, grains. You can make bread out of it. So what should we do? We should, we should eat it or we should plant it? We're going to eat it. by the situation. Yeah. No, we're going oh. to fish. Oh, stop. We're going to fish. I'm sure, they said it. I'm sure they said it like that too. They said, look, what am I going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to go plant it. Go to fish. Most likely the opposite. Oh, so let's see. So the Navi said to them, and even so, go out and plant. So go out and plant and fulfill the word of Hashem and it's all going to be good. Yeah. A miracle occurred. I, I think I overheard this. The riff, I was just listening to a shir to catch a few interesting points. A miracle happened after they listened to the Navi. Meaning, because they listened to the Navi, they did their Ishtadlut, they showed, they want to do Ritzon Hashem. So first a little miracle happened. And it became revealed to them. What was inside of the walls, in the walls, and as well as in the ant holes. Meaning they found the mice maybe had stashed away some grain in the, in the walls, and the ants had stashed some way in the ant holes, the ant hills, meaning they found, because they listened to Dvar Hashem, they listened to the word of Hashem, so they found some extra crops to sustain them for a little bit of time until they could actually make harvest. Yatsu vizaru, they went out and they planted. Sheni vishtishi verivii, the second of the month, the third of the month, no, no, not the month, the second of Nisan. The second of Nisan, we're talking about three days. The second of Nisan, the third of Nisan, the fourth of Nisan. So they were planting like the Navi had told them, and they were hoping that Hashem would help them. And finally, the second rain fell on the 5th of Nisan, like the Navi had said. It means the Navi promised that it was going to work out, and so they ended up having rain on the 1st of Nisan. They planted whatever left over. They found some scraps and they were to eat a little bit. And then, it, two, three, four, they're planting. On the 5th of the month of Nisan, Riviashniya falls. The second rains fall. And what ended up happening that year, a miracle happened, and the crops grew much faster and much more abundantly than they usually would, to the degree that when would they usually bring the Korban Omer? We learned this in Rosh Hashanah. When was it brought? Second day of Pesach, also called the second, uh, 16th of Nisan. So how many days after 
the second rain was the 16th of Nisan, 11 days, 11 days. And the Gemara is going to tell us from the time of the second rain till they needed to bring the Korban Omer, the grains were able to grow to its full capacity so that they had grains to bring the Korban Omer. So usually it took six months to produce that amount of grain. And in 11 days from the 5th of Nisan till the 16th of Nisan, it produced what should have been produced in six months. Yeah, that's what it says. So let's read it inside. Do that, that's the halacha. They do it the night before. The night before. They do it the night before, yeah. They do it on Pesach, the night before. Hekrivu be'echad asar yom. They ended up bringing... Excuse me, I skipped. Hekrivu omer. They brought... 16th of Nisan. They harvest it the night of the night before the sixteenth, and they bring it the day the day the day after. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. No, right. For us, it's yamtov because because we have two two days. You're right. Hekrivu Omer, they brought the korban Omer b'shisha sar b'nisan on the sixteenth of Nisan, and Nimzet it turned out grains that usually grow on six months of rain it grew on 11 days of rain meaning that year there was a miraculous phenomena they listened to the Navi they planted after the first rains from the 5th of Nisan when the rains fell till the 16th of Nisan 11 days they were able to make the same amount of grains that they had for the Omer like would have been for six months of rainfall and based on that generation, it says in Tehilim, Let's translate. We say Shiram Alot. Hazorim. We say it. We say it before Berkat Hamazon, Ashkenazim, on Shabbat. Sfaradim don't say that. Sfaradim say it in Shirat But it's a Tehilim, and that's really what it is. It's Tehilim. And what does it mean? Hazorim Bedima. Those who planted with tears. Why were they planting with tears? Because this was the last of their crops. They didn't know what was going to happen. But, with song, right? Songs of praise to Hashem, they were able to harvest. We're going to stop here today. But we're going to expound the rest of the Pasuk. We're going to go through what it means because it refers to that generation. But it's a beautiful idea. That year, that generation, they planted on the second, the third, the fourth. They didn't know what happened. But, they ended up being able to harvest a full crop like a normal year. Sounds like it should be much more, even, it's even bigger miracle, you know why? Because think about it, it's seven years there was no rain. Yeah. So the land is much more... Harder, yeah. Yeah. There might have been a little bit of rain. It sounds like there was rain, no lack of rain, plus there was a uh, locust that were eating all of the crops. Yeah. Yeah. Locusts are grasshoppers. Yeah. It's a type. I think it's a type of... You know, Bebo and the Ivrit, Gezem, the thing that you are like, you know, chop. The thing. The, 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 instru- the clee, the, the, the instrument? No, 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 no. Ligzom, it's a verb. Ligzom. When you chop something. Can I see that for a like second? Let's say it's a tree. Can I see your article for a second? You know, those trees that you are. Um, Let me just make sure, because maybe I translated wrong. I thought it was referring to the locust. Yeah, it refers to locusts. Yeah. What does it mean? It means the, 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 the part you're cutting? 
Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Megas Gaius, yeah, to cut off. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll stop here. Kids, so let's just run through what we did today. So we had a machloket in the Mishnah, Tanaim, machloket Tanaim. Rabbi Yudas says we stop Sheila at the end of Pesach. Rabbi Meir says the end of Nisan. He brought a pasuk in Yoel that implied they had rain even in Nisan. That was the machloket. Rav Nachman asked Rabbi Yitzchak, why does it say rain was... In uh, the Yorah was in Nisan. Usually, it's in uh, Cheshvan. So he explained that year it was after many years of uh, food shortage, and they ended up having rain in Nisan. The Navi said, "Go out now and plant whatever you had." They said, "But we're going to die. So do it anyways." They planted the second, the third. Exactly. Really, that's what it is. Second, third, fourth, the fifth. It finally rained, and then they ended up bringing the Omer on the 16th of Nisan from the crops that grew like six months worth of. Uh, produce. And we just finished off. He said that's what it means in Tehillim when it says Hazor im bedima Okay, we're going to stop here. We'll continue on the story. There's a very. It goes on in terms of the storyline. We'll pick up with that tomorrow.